Welcome to the Be A Friend podcast. My name is Brian and this is my show about friendship and faith as a young adult. As my therapist friend, okay, my therapist once said, if you want to make a friend, you have to be a friend. So my mission is to entertain you all as well as to inspire myself and everyone listening to become better friends in our 20s and 30s. Hello, Be A Friend listeners. We are back today with a new episode for you. Last week, I set the challenge of initiating a shared experience with people I know and or friends that I just want to be better friends with. My schedule was a little bit packed over the weekend because it was Halloween, but I was still able to pull something off just last night. I had the idea a while ago of setting up my own DIY version of Top Golf using these plastic little kid golf clubs I got from Target a while ago and getting boxes out of the recycling of our apartment complex to use for targets. And so uh, I was able to rally a few friends, shout out Jeevan Vase, Derek Field, Jacob Porter, and Sam Grinis for being up for last minute adventures. So we met at my apartment, grabbed some boxes out of the recycling, got a really weird look from a lady walking her dog. But then we took the boxes to a park and had a great time. We had to make up a lot of the rules ourselves because our first round of rules didn't work. Jacob Porter had my favorite quote. He said that it was giving childhood neighborhood friend vibes, especially since we just had to keep making up rules every round. And then when we were done, three of us were free to get dinner at Chick-fil-A and Jacob somehow got lost and went to the wrong chicken restaurant. But it meant that I got some quality one-on-one time with Jeeves, which was really great because from my memory, Almost all of our time together has been in a group context, so it was really great to get some quality one-on-one time with him. I'm planning on making a little TikTok-style video of the highlights to share on Instagram, as well as a blog about it, so stay tuned for that. I really liked this challenge of initiating a shared experience with friends, so for now, I'm thinking that will be my challenge every week. If you want to join me in doing this, if you want to have your own challenge of initiating a shared experience... Let me know. DM me on Instagram at mustachebrian or at Be a Friend Podcast, and we can swap ideas. This week on the podcast, I have for you all my conversation with my good, good friend, Kayla Kramer. We have been good friends for several years now, and outside of Krizia, she's one of my closest friends that is a female. We talked about the funny way that we met, our beef with the Silicon Valley, and we made possibly my favorite unofficial commercial yet. So... I hope you all enjoy getting to know Kayla Kramer. Here we go. Nerves, man. Nerves. Kayla, welcome to the podcast. Brian, welcome to my house. Yeah, it's great to be here. I haven't I haven't been here in a while. It's been a minute. Have I been here since you've gotten married? No. Whoa. It's, it's, there's a new sign over there that says I have a new last name. So yeah, someone, Kramer. Someone should tell the DMV. Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kayla, I like to start the podcast off with a little prayer. It's a podcast about friendship and faith for young adults. So I wanted to bring in the faith at the beginning. So you okay if I pray for us right now? Sure thing, Brian. Great. Hey, God, thank you so much for this time to sit down with my friend Kayla and talk about friendship and faith um, God, I pray that you would speak through us. Um, if you have any words that you want us to say, help us to say them. God, I ask that if, for those listening that they would 
be able to pick out some nugget of inspiration to hold on to that will help them to be a better friend and have more faith throughout the week. Jesus, we ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Prayer with a microphone in front of you is is difficult. I, I closed my eyes, so I forgot, but I also wasn't talking, so that yeah. helped. I've... I remember the first time I had to pray for a meal at a camp, Mount Hermon, um, and I had a microphone in front of me, and I prayed, and I, I choked hard. <laughs> I, I'm terrible at praying for, for like an audience, not like praying yeah. for people, but if, it, if there's some sort of social pressure attached to it, it's like my kindergarten trauma comes mm. up of just like, I should be better at this or I should know exactly the right thing to say. Mm. And if I don't, I, I, I just assume I'm going to say the wrong thing. That voice gets in my head. Yeah. Well, I, now that you're 21, you can try to silence that voice with I some really... drinking. <laughs> However, if you're going to pray at your friend's wedding and... You drink. I don't recommend drinking a lot before you have to pray out loud at your friend's wedding because it you, gets difficult when you close your eyes and you've had a lot to drink to remember, oh, what am I going to pray out loud and say? I was drinking before you prayed at my wedding also, so maybe my opinion <laughs> is skewed, but I remember you doing a great job, Brian. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I just remember getting, being very excited. I was asking everyone, like, what should I say in the prayer? Like... Trying to engage some of like your like non-Christian friends too, and being like, "Hey, what should I, what should I pray for?" I'm gonna pray out loud, and they were helpful. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head right now what they said, but oh, I remember the main uh, message was gratitude. Pray with gratitude for the day. Um, wow, smart, so, smart friends. Smart friends, yeah. You have ten out friends. of ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> They're available, everyone. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, Kayla, I think a lot of people listening, I'm guessing about 40 people will listen to this podcast. Wow. And I don't think they all know who you are. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Oh, man. Elevator pitch. Let's go. My name is Kayla. I think Kramer. <laughs> Not sure. Working on asterisks. <laughs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> um... I am from the Bay Area, born and raised here, contemplating moving. I am the youngest of three. What else is fun about me? I am a cat mom currently. Mm. Um, I work in the land of commercial real estate management. Ooh, is it, is it as exciting as it sounds? No. Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who I'm talking to, but it's stressful, but it's it's good because it's different every day. It's like I get to wear an accounting hat. I get to wear a tenant uh, babysitter hat, for lack of a better word, <laughs> and, uh, and I get to interact with vendors for um, construction projects and things like that. So there's there's different things going on all the time. It's a different story every time. So never quite the same day ever, but same recurring reports hmm. that make you realize how fast life is going by because you're like, a month is over again? And then you have to do more accounting. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like if you can do, if you can make it in commercial real estate, you can make it anywhere. That's what I'm riding on. 
<laughs> yeah, for the one day when you make your move. That's, that's what I hope. But um, yeah, no, there's plenty of things that are harder, I'm sure. <laughs> like like what my husband does, but I try. It's fun. Yeah. Keeps me on my toes. We met in a pretty interesting way, you could say. I don't know Indeed. anyone else that's made a friend in the same way that we became friends. No. Um, I only have one other friend that I met the same way. Um, Lauren. 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 Yeah. So, so Kayla, in, in your words, I've, I've heard it in my own words plenty of times. How did, how did we meet? So we connected on Coffee Meets Bagel, yep. Hinge, one of those. Coffee Meets Bagel. And so that was a point in my life where I was, I was just very much looking for a connection. And I was very excited because I saw that you did Young Life. And that was a world that I was a part of in high school and had fallen away from just through the direction that life went. And so I was very excited about the idea of getting to know somebody involved in an organization that was very fun for me. And so we got to chatting, we went on a date and I don't know, I didn't feel any romantic connection, but I was like, dang, if I wouldn't love to be friends with this guy. (laughs) And with online dating situations, that's just hard so many of the times because there's usually like attention one way or another. Mm -hmm. So I was just bummed because I was like, man, this feels like, like, you're my you're my people and i was mm-hmm. like i want to be friends with this guy and i was just like this is a bummer and i feel like i'm missing out here and then you reached out to me and essentially expressed like exactly the same thing that i was feeling and i was like this is a god moment where uh-huh. i get to have this situation play out like we were both the friend that we needed at that time Mm -hmm. and the fact that it worked out that way was to me just yeah it was just exactly what i needed at that time and so you and i found each other through an unorthodox way to be besties (laughs) and i love that but i don't know if that was is that from your side of the story yeah, that's pretty much exactly the same. Except you left out the the quote unquote second date. Yeah, that I was late. Okay, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where I ordered my burrito because I was waited like a half hour for you, and I'm so I just went ahead and ordered the burrito. Thank you for the grace. That's how I knew there was no romance. There <laughs> was the fact that you were a half hour late, and I didn't care, and I just wanted my burrito. <laughs> I'm glad you were still happy. Yeah, I, got, I love those California burritos from Orale. There's worse company to have than a California burrito. <laughs> yeah. I think I got to eat it in front of you. I don't know if you actually got anything. I don't know. I don't remember that I, much. Yeah, my memory is terrible. But... I remember we played golf with a tennis ball at a park and probably lost the tennis balls. Yes. Those, it's very hard to we did. play tennis ball golf at a park at night. Yeah. Day, daytime activity for sure. Yeah, though it kind of was edgy at night, I thought. Yeah. It was edgy. You have all the good ideas for games. I don't know how you come up with these things. It was my job for a while. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I remember we became friends. That I remember that that season of my life was I was relatively recently out of a breakup, um, re- relatively recently broken up with, um, and 
I've gone on a date with some with one person, and I was like, ah, oh, there's nothing there. I'm not ready yet. And then a little bit later uh, is when I tried again when I met you, and I was like, yeah, Kayla's a good Kayla's gonna be a good friend. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah, I we, even, even though she has no punctuality, no punctuality, but really, who who does? We all have flaws. I mean, I feel like it's rare to meet someone who's always on time. I hope so. Yeah, for, helps, for helps me compete. Who are late for Help, everything. Helps me compete for a friend slot with people. Yeah, and now that I'm married to Krizia, who is a woman who puts on makeup, um, everything takes a little bit longer than I thought it would. It's like, oh, we gotta get ready to go. Cool, I'll put my shoes on. The struggle is real. We have to put a face on. We have to fix hair problems. Yeah, there's so much more to think. So about. many outfits to choose from. It's not. It's not fair. I feel like you might have a little bit of beef between uh, men and women getting ready. So I figured we'll just dive right into this new segment on the podcast called Friendship Beef. Beef. We've got the beef. Wait, that's that's Arby's. Never mind. They've got the meat. I want my baby back. <laughs> no? Chili's. Um, Sorry. <laughs> and so, so, Kayla, what is a beef that you have with friendship here in the Silicon Valley? You've grown up in the San Jose area. Your whole life, basically. Whole life. Um, what is a beef that you have with the way friendship is out here? Well, Brian, in my 31 years of existence, I find the climate of the Silicon Valley hard to beat. But as far as friendships go, it can be difficult in terms of like work-life balance. I think really affecting people's ability to go deep with one another in terms of friendship and connection. And it's always kind of that, that blocker that makes, it's just something hard to weigh. I think it's so expensive to live in this area. And so Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of that social pressure and internal pressure to just compete in this very competitive environment And Mm. I think when that's weighing on you as an individual and you can feel it weighing on the other people around you, it's just, it changes the dynamic a little bit. Do you experience that at all with your beef? (laughs) Yeah, with my my beef. Real quick to keep keep cooking your beef right now. My beef. Um. (laughs) Cut! No, I love this. We're not cutting that out. Um, so your, your beef is that it's just, there's so much pressure on people that it makes it like hard to be friends with them. Is that what you said? That is what I said, but let me see what I mean. My beef with the Silicon Valley and work is, yeah, sort of this, it's the value structure Mm. here. It's very corporate, it's very work focused. And so I think having other values higher than that becomes harder because there's just a very strong work culture to compete with. Hmm. So things like friendship can sort of get socially just kicked to the wayside because in in my world, people work weekends sometimes. They they work long hours. If it's budget season, you don't do anything. What friends? And that's mm. very normalized. 
and it's very unfortunate. And to me, that is very, that does not feng shui with the way that I want to live my life. Mm. And the older I get, the more I feel that tension in terms of, okay, is this something that my social surroundings have to set for me? Or is there just more work that I need to do internally to be different? And am I being called to come into this environment and try to bring about a culture where other things can be elevated above or brought into a work Mm. environment? Like, can I be a friend in my workplace? And is that what's needed here? Or do I need to create a separation of some sort between my worlds? Hmm. What's the answer? I'm trying to figure that out. Like, how much can you change your environment versus how much is it changing you? I'm trying to figure that out. That yeah. is the that is the question. And and I'm curious because your work culture was very the opposite in a way where um, your social environment was very much intertwined in what you did. Like it was sort mm-hmm. of your job to become friends with people and to become close to people. Pretty much. So did you feel like that was more fulfilling here? Or how do you feel like? Yeah, that was very fulfilling just to, well, yeah, the nature of like a ministry, relational ministry role is, yeah, my job was to be a Christian and be someone's fr- be friends with people and like share about Jesus in the context of those friendships um, and like try to recruit and inspire other people to want to also be friends for the sake of sharing the gospel eventually with people. <laughs> so what cooks your beef in Silicon Valley, Brian? Oh man, what's cooking my beef? I still don't know how I feel about this, <laughs> the verbiage. You started of this. it. I did. It's. It seems it's, mildly it's simmering now. Mildly inappropriate. <laughs> Is it though? I don't know. I feel like it, there's a lot of things that I feel like could be inappropriate, but I just don't know how I would make them inappropriate. Like half the time, I'll feel like I know there's a joke in there somewhere, but yeah. I can't actually think of the joke. It says more about whoever thinks it is. I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, what does that say about you? Um that i need therapy (laughs) don't we all don't we all anyway my beef with the friendships here in the silicon valley um is that our the culture of the area is that it is so much of do 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 like you are how much you are able to perform it's very much yeah it's very much how much are you able to do and every day it feels like you never did enough and i feel like that takes a toll um in the the realm of fomo the fear of missing out i feel like it increases fomo and so we're always trying to be be doing things and plus instagram stories don't help i don't know if people still use snapchat stories but i I got rid of those but those wouldn't help either it's the same thing um but just like seeing i may have had fun today but if i go on instagram and see a friend's story and they also had fun i'm like oh where was where was my invitation (laughs) Um, to go have fun with them. Um, I feel like I missed out. I feel like I never do enough with friends. I don't know how much that's actually related to the culture. I'm just going to surmise that it has some connection to it. Um, 
I feel like rest is not something that's very appreciated. Oh, no. I, I can't tell you anyone that's ever said to the question, how are you? Well rested. No one's ever said, I feel well rested to me. No. No. Not even on Sundays. It's a crazy place. It's a crazy place. Unless you work for Chick-fil-A. Cheers. Cheers to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Closed on Sundays. My employer's technically closed on Sundays, but... my I don't have the employer, so... There you go. I'm closed on Sundays as well. Except I'm recording a podcast on a Sunday, which is not a job. It's a hobby. But maybe one day it'll make a make a dollar. Yeah, what's what's the difference? When does a jobby a jobby slide into a hobby? A jobby versus a, job? a hobby. When does a job slide into a hobby? Well, when you get I'm paid... hoping the hobby will slide into a job. Yeah. So yeah, when cool. there's money on the on the line, I'd say is when it becomes right. a job because right now it's just a funny thing that I do. I'm kind of afraid to take it too seriously. Um, because what if it fails? It's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm just another guy with a podcast. Yeah. But that's. it's like, what if I were to actually try to advertise myself more? Like, I feel weird even right. just like posting on my story that a new episode is out. Oh no, I love that. Well, like, I put it on the, the podcast Instagram, but I have like my personal account and my silly video account. Um, and I, I, the last episode with Eduardo, I just didn't even, I was too shy to advertise it on there. You want to keep your, your alter ego identity separate? Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of something kind of vulnerable about like putting yourself, putting something you create out there. Very, very vulnerable. I think, yeah, I think that's what keeps us from doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what keeps us from... If you want to pursue your dream, you have to admit what your dream is. And then if you admit that it's a dream and not just a joke or something for fun, then you open yourself up to that reality of people being able to judge you for for something that's real and yeah. that you want to pursue. And I think it's really cool that you're doing it and it makes Aww. me jealous and want to be able to like it, it it makes your friends reflect on in what areas they could be doing that in mm. their own life. So I think it's cool. Thanks Kayla. So turning that back on you. What yeah. is what is that dream? Do you have a dream right now that you want to chase but feel like something's holding you back from it maybe like actually not having time for it i don't feel like i have a particular dream like finding a specific direction has always been a little bit hard for me because i'm sort of i personify that adhd-ness of like oh what's that over there oh that might be fun to try oh what's this and so Kind of having that very aimed pursuit is something that I envy about people when I see it because it it's just like like if you're good at a thing and you can go after that. I feel like average at a good amount of things. 
So I don't feel like particularly called in any way. I do know that I just got married. And like, so the next sort of step in that is going to be having a family. Mm. And so that's been an active discussion um, between, you know, my husband and I is kind of what does life look like when you want to start making that dream a reality and that again circles back to a little bit of my beef with Ooh. the bay area is that there isn't a whole lot of i wouldn't say there's a lack of respect for putting your family above mm. all else but there's not a lot of good examples when you look around you of people mm. that embody that well and so that's that's something we've been mulling around in terms of like, do we stay in the Bay Area long term or do we go somewhere where, you know, that that family life is a little bit more, um, I don't know, valued and just you can go go to a park for your lunch break or something and hang out. I don't know. So no. No podcast dreams okay. yet, other than getting invited for a second guest spot Ooh. on, on uh, the BAF. The BAF pod. BAF podcast. Um, someone sponsor us. <laughs> please. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Make it a job. Please. I'd like to have money and income again. Okay, so Kayla, my brother wanted me to ask my guest this. Shout out Sean Coleman. Shout What's out up, Houston, Sean? Texas. Um, finish the sentence. A friend is someone who shows up. I think a friend is someone who shows up and adds value hmm. to your life in some way. Did you hear my stomach there? I didn't know if that was my stomach or your stomach. <laughs> that was a hundred percent my stomach. Think, it was just like gurgle, 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 gurgle. <laughs> Today's unofficial sponsor is also gurgling stomachs. You should hear Krizia's. <laughs> It can be loud sometimes, but that was pretty loud too. Um, sorry, I got sidetracked. Sponsor us, Krizia's stomach. Please sponsor us. Um, so many sponsors. So many sponsors today, but no money. Um, a friend is someone who will be there for you and adds value. Yeah, in some some way. In some way. Well, Kayla, you are a friend then. Oh, thanks, Brian. Is there a specific way that you feel I add value to your life? No. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a specific way. You can leave. No. <laughs> um, you are kind. You are funny. You are fun. Um, you have great insights into the world. Um, I think of you as a very logical, rational person, um, who is also very, very fun to be around and funny at the same time. Um, think of you as someone who will be there. Uh, I'm flashing back to the heat wave of 2020 when, uh, we set up a kiddie pool in your backyard and jumped into it because it was <laughs> so hot. Um, and it was the only pool we had available to us. Yeah. We had so we had, some, we have some good shared experiences. We had us. bring your own pool parties 
before they were cool. Is, is that a thing now? Take that, Instagram. It It is. It's like, and we should do it, by the way. Okay. Whatever bring birthday is pool. next. Let's, yeah. yeah, everyone brings their own little kiddie pool. That's actually To a fun. big backyard, and you have a bring your own pool party. What? Yes. That's a great idea. Kitty pools, sponsor us. Kitty pools. Splash. Splash. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kayla, I have a, a few more questions for you, but first we're going to take a, a break for a word from our unofficial sponsor. Today's unofficial sponsor is Dobson the Cat. Hi, Dobson. Dobson is now staring at me with piercing feline eyes. Oh, dear goodness. I moved slightly and Dobson sprinted away. Call him the Thunder Squirrel. <laughs> Dobson the Thunder Squirrel. I'd watch that movie. What would the plot of Dobson the Thunder Squirrel be? A lot of murder. Guaranteed. Guaranteed a lot of murder. Would, it's in the horror. Would, would Dobson be the one committing or stopping the murders? A lot of contemplating. He spends a lot of time contemplating murder, I feel like. A lot of premeditation. And then the occasional unfortunate lizard oh, in the backyard. The lizards in the backyard are the yeah. first to go. R.I.P. Julio. Did you name a lizard Julio? I named them all, Brian. Yeah, Sandra took a toll yesterday. Do you like cats? No. That go on adventure? <laughs> Shut up, Brian. This isn't about you. Well, today is your lucky day. Go to Instagram at Dobson the cat. That's D O B S O N T H E C A T. And all your dreams will come true. Do you like cats and adventure? Dobson the cat is the cat for you. Meow. Meow. So, Kayla, um, Friendships are typically built on shared experiences. And so I was curious, have you had any like notable shared experiences with friends lately? So I think that this is interesting because I've heard this on a few previous episodes. And I think it's a little interesting because in my experience as a female which is the only one I have to go off of. But it's a lot more based on emotional like hmm. connections and kind of like showing up for people in their experience, hmm. whether it be a shared one or not. And so it's kind of funny because I'm like reflecting back and I have a lot of like phone conversations that I've had in the last week or like what have you, but work's been really busy. And so I haven't had a whole lot of shared experiences that aren't with mm. my coworkers in the last couple of weeks. Um, so it's just interesting because I have a lot of long-term childhood like friendships, but I don't get to share experiences with them that often anymore. So a lot of it is maintained through like rehashing our experiences together. So it sounds like your shared experiences have mostly been phone calls lately. Yeah, well, it's it's a conversation that I've had with my husband where we were talking about he, he was listening to some podcast and they were saying how 
men a lot of the time build friendships through shared experiences and women are more so able to like kind of connect just on a more emotional level, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's something, but like, it's just interesting because I don't find, I don't know. I maybe don't like this answer that much, No, but, that, that makes sense because like, I went to a friend's birthday party and met some of his roommates yesterday and they're not an open book. Like most guys do not open up emotionally to you the first several times you meet them. But I feel like with women, um, you're more inclined. Women are more inclined to, to divulge personal information about themselves and maybe in a more emotional way. Right. And that's where I just, I feel like I make friends mostly through kind of just being vulnerable in Mm -hmm. different circumstances and kind of like meeting people where they're at in whatever circumstance that we're in. And I feel like that's for me been the best way to make and maintain friendships. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm 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 having a self-reflection moment where I'm realizing that like I should be having more shared experiences, but I think A because there's been so many weddings every darn weekend which this are year, shared experiences. Which are shared experiences. I guess maybe I'm selling myself short. But um it's not been like one-on-one shared experiences, I guess. Maybe I'm defining it differently. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I did a podcast with my friend recently. Yeah, that's a good shared experience. It's it crazy. Crazy. A lot <laughs> will be edited out of it. A lot. So much. This will be a 20-minute episode by the end of it. Sorry, Brian's editing team, a.k.a. Brian. <laughs> yep. Yep. I did my best. <laughs> yeah, Brian, what shared experiences have you had recently? Well, yesterday was a pretty unique shared experience. And so I have this new friend named Dimitri, cool guy. Um, he invited me to his birthday party, even though his birthday was actually on my wedding day. So he was there. Um, so I said, happy birthday to him. And he said, congratulations on getting married. Um, but he had a little del- belated birthday party this, this weekend. And he invited me to play bubble soccer. Oh, my land. Which is like where you, when you wear a giant inflatable bubble and you... You really just run into people, um, but you also try to kick the ball every once in a while. But if you if you play the ball, you lose. If you play the play the person, play the man, you can come out on top. Maybe I'm a little injured today from it. Like I hope I didn't break my foot. I don't know how my foot got hurt. I got hit really hard from behind by Caleb. Shout out Caleb. 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 I hit nobody. Not you. You didn't hit. You didn't like just truck me from behind uh, i'm innocent yeah it wasn't you um but it was it was so fun like especially maybe it's more for men than women but the power of like playing with with each other like playing a sport playing a game uh, especially such a physical one where you're literally just tackling each other um it was such a good bonding experience and, like no one was mad at each other like oh you you tackled me. I don't like you. It was very much like, oh, you got me. Well, um, it's kind of a perfect, fun experience, right? Because you're 
you're getting to be like cushioned. You're like mm-hmm. less vulnerable than you should be. And so you just get to like take out all your aggression and, and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then we just like hung out and like talked afterwards and some people got lunch, but I had to I had to go so I couldn't get lunch. Or it was a four four o'clock lunch. So did he just like rent a bunch of bubbles? Mm-hmm. There's or like a how do you company an organ company that like owns the bubbles and the soccer stuff and they'll just like you, you rent it for them from them Sponsor for a couple us. hours. <laughs> Yeah. Bubble soccer. Silicon Valley bubble soccer. Um, you can sponsor us. $100 an episode to start. That's, a, that's actually a really good deal, I think. Yeah. Um, for you. So, Kayla, I, I have to ask. It's in the name of the podcast. Um, how have you been a good friend lately? I think that... A lot of time has been spent recently cultivating friendships within work. Mm. And so I think sort of the the easiest, most readily available way for me to be a friend lately has been trying to like make stressful situations into more fun, um, you know, just optimistic situations so when uh, my one coworker in particular is new and she feels like a lot of things are going wrong a lot of the time and so it's kind of trying to go out of my own workload to help her with new circumstances um, in the same way that I would have wanted somebody to do for me and that people Mm. did do for me at the beginning of my career and just making them feel comfortable in uncomfortable situations where they're just difficult and there's no way around that. But you can kind of either laugh or cry through certain situations and I choose laughter. I can laugh or cry right now. It's it's always a coin toss. <laughs> I'm a very happy person, I swear. But sometimes at work. Sometimes at work, man, just gets you. Generally, like, following through with commitments. Like, if you tell your friend that you'll do their podcast (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sunday at 2 p.m. Standard time. (laughs) Just kidding. I came at 2.30. It's Pacific time, too. (laughs) Pacific standard time. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah. I don't know. Just following following through. through, not making promises that you can't commit to, um, that's that's huge for me. I, I try to very consciously never agree to something if I don't know that I can do it because that's, that's a pet peeve of mine is like flaking on people. Like mm. it's just – if I don't have an expectation, I don't like expect a whole lot. But if, if something is set, follow through with it. Be a friend. Be a friend. Follow through. But yeah, has there been anything in the last week or so? Yeah. Yeah, I started a couple weeks ago compiling a bunch of, like, people that I want to pray for of my friends. Um, And you and Kevin made the list. Um, And so I was going through and I was praying for different friends. 
And I ended up reaching out to a couple of them just to be like, hey, I haven't actually hung out with this friend in a while. And so one of them I was your husband, Kevin. Um, I set up, I was like, I would love to hang out with Kevin again. What does Kevin like to do? Pickle Pickleball. Ball. <laughs> so I reached out to him about playing pickleball on Wednesday. So he was my... Uh, he was my, so my, happy. Oh, good. I was happy too. His prayers were answered. <laughs> Those were his prayers? Those were the secret ones. I don't know if that's what he told you his prayers for him should be, but... No, he didn't, I didn't ask him specifically then how I could uh, pray for him. We were playing okay. pickleball. We were in the heat of, the, heat of battle. Um, I think we won most of the games we played together. Maybe we played four and we lo- lost the first one. I don't know. Either way, it was really fun and it was good like friend bonding time. Friend bonding time. Shared experience. Shared experience. And so, yeah, that's cute. You're making me think, though, maybe like shared experience is more important for guys than girls, or maybe it's more important at the beginning stages of a friendship than like you've had friends since elementary school that you stay in touch with. Yes. And so for them, the sh- you already have those shared experiences. Yeah, and it's not like shared experience hurts in any regard, no no matter who you are. I just think it's when, you know, if if guys have more of a shielded emotional wall, I suppose, that shared experience gives you that kind of, not excuse, but, you know, the it's the thing that brings you together and allows you to get to know each other. And I think... Sometimes women can do that in the line to the bathroom at a bar because we're just awesome like that. <laughs> yeah, I, that's impressive. It's impressive. Guys, the only time I've ever bonded in line with a guy at a bar and in line for the bathroom, I don't know if I said that right as I was talking, was just to one of us will make the same joke every time and we'll say, shouldn't the girls' bathroom line be this long, not the guys? And that's... And we all agree with each other. It's kind of the the unwritten rule of bathroom line joking at bars yes. for guys. There's one, there shouldn't be a line. And if there is, you got to say, this is what the girls are supposed to be doing. Not us manly men who stand up as we pee. It is a good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's really the, the whole conversation. There's no more after that, from my experience. Oh, see, that's where then we just tell the other person that we like their shoes Mm. I guess I'll have to start using that one. And then we're best friends. I one time tried complimenting my friend's haircut. Okay. And he said that was the first time anyone's ever, like, we talked for like a few minutes, a couple minutes about hair, haircuts. And he said that was, at one point, he was uncomfortable looking. He seemed uncomfortable and said that was the longest conversation he's ever had about hair. Oh. And so... I don't know. Maybe shoes are safer than haircuts. Maybe it's less personal. It depends if their shoes are actually cool. Yeah, if I don't have to lie and don't. say like, "Hey, nice Vans." Don't lie. Nice yeah. white Vans. You look really original. <laughs> don't lie. Be a friend. <laughs> That's what one of I've listened to all the episodes of, of Be the a Friend Beth podcast. Okay, and. Someone was talking about a good way to start a conversation or to get to know somebody 
is to compliment them. And I feel like self-deprecation also works. <laughs> because then they want to compliment you. Well, it just creates a safe space mm-hmm. for them to be entirely themselves. That's actually very true. I found that as well. Like if you if you make fun of yourself, it one makes them not want to make fun of you because you've already done it yourself. Right. And it makes them feel more comfortable to mm-hmm. be vulnerable with you because of whatever reason you just gave them to not care too much about what yeah. your opinion is of them. I think that is something like in reflecting on friendship this last week is just something that came to mind a lot is like being honest with your friends about your shortcomings Hmm. is one, it can help you make a friend, but two, it can help you just be a good friend because if, if people know what to expect from you, they know that it's not done out of ill will. Like for instance, I'm a terrible texter. My really good friend Brian texted me and asked me what he could pray for me for, and I forgot to text him back. And was that being a bad friend? Yes. But (laughs) is that a me problem and not a Brian problem? Because it's not because I don't love Brian and want to respond to his texts, but it's just crazy work life gets in the way, and then... I don't know. I always tell my friends, you need me, you call me because yeah. I'm a terrible texter. You and Kevin are both like that. You both love phone calls. Way, yeah. You prefer phone calls way more than you prefer texts. It's lucky we found each other. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the, the last question I have that I like to ask all of my guests is, how have you not been as good of a friend lately? I think... People can learn a lot from our successes, but um, I think there's a quote I heard that goes something along the lines of cracks are where the light gets in. Um, And so I think that God can shine through our mistakes just as much as he can, or if not more than he can shine through our successes. Uh, I think that when we are weak, he is strong. And so I think it's important to also share um, not just how great we are, but also how broken we can be. Um, so Kayla, when have you not been as good of a friend lately? I didn't text Brian back. That's, <laughs> that's been weighing heavy on me. Um, and then it was funny because I didn't realize that I hadn't texted you back until you texted me to do something for your birthday. And then I was like, I'm not going to ask him to pray for me on his birthday. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll just tell him later. But I hadn't realized until then. I'm sorry, Brian. I forgive you, Kayla. Be a friend. Be a friend. Forgive. Forgiveness. Grace. How how could you have been a better friend recently, Brian? Yeah. I'm not a morning person. Mm. It's a well-known fact. I don't know. How, <laughs> well, now it is. Now it is. It's on a podcast. It's a well-known fact that I am not a morning person. And I was trying to set up getting lunch with my friend Edwin last week or the week before. And he's on Central Coast time or Chicago time, which I think is two hours different. So like his work, where I think his work schedule is like 
on a not California time zone. Got it. And so his lunch is at 10 a.m. And so he said, like, cool, I can do lunch at 10 a.m. And I said, I can't. I'm too tired. Because um, I thought we were going to have lunch at, at noon. And so it was a little bit of a miscommunication on my part. I, well, I think he told me the day before it would have been at 10 a.m. And then, like, I just, like, didn't sleep well that night. I'm still getting used to sleeping next to Krizia. Um, um, and so... I ended up canceling on Edwin and rescheduling for for this week. I need to text him back after this when I get back in my car um, and say, yes, Wednesday, 4.30 works for me. But yeah, I, I canceled on my friend because I was tired. That was when I was not a very good friend. I think he'll understand. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. He's a cool guy. I mean, who does lunch today? <laughs> No judgment, but he should get to eat. He should get to eat at noon. At noon with his friends. <laughs> Sorry. I got something in my eye. Or I grabbed my eye too much. Sorry, you were saying when I, I really distracted you by grabbing my eye so I much. started doing it with you. I saw that. I was really confused. Out of sympathy. You're a sympathetic blinker. I was there for you. Thanks. Be a friend. That's normal. To be expected. But anyway, I was... I'm still listening. I just closed my eye to hopefully cry out the... Okay. Well, Brian takes a nap. (laughs) I need to, like, rinse out my eye. (laughs) I must have, like, touched salsa or something. Do you need a... Well, let's wrap up the podcast before I go uh, rinse, rinse, splash, splash on my face. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for being on the podcast. If anyone wants to get in touch with you maybe over instagram linkedin be real twitter facebook what else uh tiktok social medias kayla thanks for being on the podcast if anyone wants to reach out to you in some way maybe over instagram or something how could they find you i can be found on instagram at K blah, <laughs> like you're saying my name, but start throwing up halfway through. K blah. Uh, that's K A Y B L A H H H. I need to check the number of H's. But some Kayla will be happy to have you follow them. And also, I am behind the scenes at Dobson the Cat <laughs> on the IG. Sadly, I post there more often. Don't judge me. No judgment here. Thanks, Brian. As long as you don't judge me for having a podcast about being a friend. You're the best. You inspire me. You're the best, Kayla. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Be A Friend podcast, a.k.a. BAF. I hope that you found today's episode to be entertaining and inspiring for you on your journey of always becoming a better friend. Thanks again to Kayla for being on the podcast, and thanks to Tim Cassell for the music you hear in this episode. If you liked today's episode, you can follow, rate, and review the Be A Friend podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all things BAF, give us a follow on Instagram at Be A Friend Podcast, which is where I post most often, and TikTok at Be A Friend Cast. And finally, you can find in the show notes the link to the website and blog that I have made. Until next time, don't forget that if you want to make a friend, 
You have to be a friend. So let's focus on weekly taking one step towards being a better friend. Mm -hmm.